0: Welcome to Real Talk Entertainment, and I'm your host, Jerry Crow. On today's podcast, I'll be talking to Alan Irving. He's a voiceover artist, and I'll be talking to him about all manners of his business. But on this extended show, you're listening to part one of two, and I'll be right back with that.
1: Thanks for inviting me on your um on your show here.
0: (laughs) No problem. I began the episode by asking Alan if family was his main priority.
1: Absolutely. Man. Well, you know, family is everything, isn't it? You know, and um, I think if you can if you're lucky enough to be able to find uh, a, a job or career or something that you can do and work around that, and sometimes even with that, it's, uh, you know, you, you've, you've kind of hit the jackpot, really. Um, you know, I, I only have, uh, well, I say only, uh, you know, there's my there's my, uh, my my partner, Kathy, and my daughter, Hannah. And um, we have a new addition to the family in, in the form of Willow, the, um, the dog, who joined us in January. So so it's a relatively small family, but, you know, we, we try and make the most for each other and, uh, and do what we can.
0: I then asked Alan if the work that he took from clients was subject to his family life. you know
1: being being in this particular vocation it's uh you know if you are lucky enough to work from home and and do this then it's it's even better so so i'm one of the lucky ones i have my own home studio and and vocal booth here um and then uh you know kathy is uh is, is a primary school teacher so she's out for the majority of the day um and then hannah um she was at uh, you know going to a child minders but now she'll be starting school soon so she'll be out for the best part of the day so i can kind of work you know the, the, the work comes in and i can gear it around that if you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. Uh, and I, and i can even work sometimes you know depending on time zones of clients because i work for clients in in various countries you know such as uh, china america dubai um and you know those time zones are obviously different so sometimes working in the morning might be afternoon to them and that kind of thing you know so yeah Mm -hmm. you can can kind of fit it in so it's, it's 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 doable
0: alan was then asked how he went about engaging with potential clients well um a lot
1: of it uh is marketing um any Kind of a voice over artist or talent out there uh, worth their sort will will tell you first and foremost it's always down to marketing, so you know it's about having your show reel it's about having your your website set up and it's about connecting you know uh, and in, in, in we're lucky enough now that we're living in this social media kind of bubble where you can reach people all over the world at you know touch of a few buttons so and, and word of mouth as well, um, you know, uh, putting yourself out there and just even calling video production companies. And, you know, you may not get a hit straight away, but it's about introducing yourself, telling what you do, and, you know, just saying, you know, I'd like to leave my details with you. Here's a, I'll, I'll email you a link to my website if that's okay. And it's that kind of thing, you know. Um, mm. a, a, lot of, a lot of my clients I found through uh, when, I, when I first started, um you know there are there are certain websites that you can join pay to play sites we call them um where you can do auditions and and submit samples and so on um, for various jobs for clients and again if you're lucky enough they'll come back to you and say great we like you we like your voice we'd like to hire you for the job and that can lead on to bigger and better things you know that then gives you another client and then that in turn you know you're on their books so to speak so you know, it's 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 about putting your name out there and uh, and finding those connections, really.
0: I asked Alan if repeat business was something he worked hard at to achieve.
1: Yeah, that, that's another thing. You know, if you're if you're lucky enough to you know to get a client who likes to hire you again, that's that's uh, you know again with, with the jackpot. You know, it's um you you know that you're you're worthy and you know that they like what you do. Um and and obviously there's the chance that they could then say. You know in, in their line of work, So, you know, if someone comes to them and says, Well, I need a voice actor to do this, and they say, Well, I know just the man. Um, so there's that side to it. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice having those recurring clients. I have a a, a contact in or oh, a client in, in China who um who sends me work, and it's usually um just, just relatively small scripts, but they might be for sort of radio spots or uh a little bit of like an e learning project or some kind of corporate read or something um again not too you know not too massive a script but uh you know they're just they're just nice to sort of trickle through and and it, and it's great that he, he keeps coming back so and, and i've also had other clients as well that come back and say hi we haven't used you for so long how, how are you doing um just to let you know we've got something in the pipeline and we may be coming back to you again some sometime soon so and it's nice it's nice to know that you're on their books, if you like if you know what i mean
0: I then asked Dylan if things had become different and a lot more difficult for him since lockdown.
1: It's, there are a lot, obviously a lot of actors out there who do voiceover work and uh, and get, kind of get snapped up. So when they're not acting, when they're not in front of a camera or on stage, you know, they can be at home recording. You know, actors are thinking, well, if I can't go outside to work, I'll just stay in and work. So for that reason, I think a lot of um you you, you know it was it was rife vo work was rife for the last i suppose four months or so um but for me per se you know it's like i say it's uh i I still had work i mean march and april was a very busy month for me i was dealing with an audio book for a client in uh, in california uh that took up most of my time um again my client in china came back to me with work so you know that that kept me busy certainly certainly been a busy time for me i suppose Mm. but again you know, struggling for some. There's there's lots of work out there, you know, but it, it's, you know, like I say, with everybody working from home now, certainly within the kind of creative industry, I think it, it put a surge on that and, you know, um, finding finding work may have posed a bit of an issue for
0: some. Mm. So going back some years now, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's years, but correct me if I'm wrong. Um, how, yeah. When and how did you first decide or realize that voiceover was for you well do you know i
1: i didn't and what i've always known is that i've, what I've always felt is that i've always really wanted to do something creative um I, I i played a guitar and i've been playing that since i was about 18 years old and You know you start sort of a bedroom guitarist and so on and as the years roll by you realize very quickly that you're not going to sell out wembley stadium anytime soon so i thought what else can i do uh and i found myself working uh within the warehousing industry and um i think as a warehouse manager and i think uh you know dealing with a lot of people and a lot of clients on the phone certainly um People were coming back and they were saying it's refreshing to speak to someone, you know, I was working for a particular company at the time and who weren't having too good a, a, a reputation, I guess, with with certain other departments that they had to work with. And, and I came on board and I was getting some good feedback and, and they were saying, you know, it's refreshing to have this nice, friendly voice on the phone. And, uh, you know, he's, he's cheerful. He's happy. We like talking to him and he gets the job done. So that was good. Um, and then I think someone must have suggested have you ever thought about doing you know voice for radio or tv or something like that it never really occurred to me Um, so I kind of researched it and then I found that um, the legend that is Gary Terza uh, was running something called a VO masterclass and Yeah, just picked up the phone, gave him a call. He asked me a few questions. Why do you want to get into it? And so on and so forth. I told him pretty much what I've just told you now. Um, One thing led to another. Next thing you know, I'm in a studio for a day. Um, I'm recording a show reel with his his colleagues over in a place over in Stevenage. Um, And yeah, got a show reel, got a a subscription to a pay-to-play site and that was it and that was back in 20 January 2012 i think um, and it was I, I, I remember coming out of that studio going home with this with this cd of uh, and it was only four demos um, but it was my showreel and it was suddenly like uh, like an epiphany moment you know it was you could hear the uh, angels and all that kind of thing and it was like this is where i feel i need to be and it was it was great you know being in that studio environment being up close and personal with the microphone and everything and and doing this and uh you know and i can i can remember being in the studio and and the um the the, the mentor or the 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 uh the, the tutor was saying after a few demos that you know and i almost nailed one in one take it was like a, for a corporate uh, a documentary type read and um she said, your voice is really suited to this. So that's kind of the line I I I kind of pursued really. Um but yeah, coming home and playing that C D to my to my my family, you know, is my my partner and my mother at the time and it was like, whoa, it's like you know, like I say, a, a joyous moment and and from then on, it was great. I was just auditioning, 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 and then suddenly I got uh, a gig come back or a client came back and said, "We love your voice we 'd like to hire you for this particular job and that was my first job playing a main character in a computer game for my client um, Tayana studios um, and uh, for, and it was just it was just magical, so uh, great feedback, and yeah, suddenly like like I say, it was finding your calling um other people said you've got a great voice go and do it and they can go and you know quit their job the next month and suddenly they're making a killing out of it for others it's not you know it's a bit more hard work i guess um but and some people i you know i was running this alongside my my day job for for a number of years and i i only went full time in november 2018 uh, and like I say, I've been doing this since 2012. So I was, you know, having to fit recording uh, in with, with a full-time job. And there, there have been times when I've had to, you know, take holiday, an extended holiday, and, and work through that
0: holiday for a client to get the job done. So, um, you know, so it's, it was it was a busy time. I went on to ask Alan if the work he carried out was from his imagination, or if it was mainly scripted it's it's a little bit of both really
1: mm. um i mean I've, I've, just as an example i've uh, you know i've, I've been um, hired by uh Kedia. it's almost like a leisure city if you like that's uh that's being opened in in, um, in about three years time over in dubai um and it's called Kidia and i've done about four jobs for these 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 guys now and each one have been with different media companies And uh, they like to direct live. So they'll have an idea of how they want it to sound. Um, So when I have recorded, they've listened in. Um, And as an example, I don't want on Thursday, just gone, where they listened in to, to, it's only a brief script, but the the direction was uh, the tonality had to sound kind of newsreader type. so i done it kind of straight laced uh, and very good pronunciation on on every word and so on and the clients were so they they record that the clients were then listening in over in in dubai Um, and then they would then feed that back it would get listened to by the you know the, the senior client um, and then the feedback would come back via the media company and then to me. So they came back and said, okay, so the, the direction was, we needed, we did it newsreader type, but it sounds too automated. It sounds too kind of, uh, like, like robotic, how I read it, how you would read it. So I done that and sent that off and they kind of liked it. And then within in the end, i did about three or four takes and, um, and they can obviously, obviously edit it their end and so on. And they kind of got a mishmash between the two. So they had my kind of freestyle along with a little bit of the way they wanted it directed, if, if you know what I mean, if that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so it's a little bit of both, really. Sometimes the client will, will direct you. Sometimes I will say, just do it how you want it. Um, and more often than not. I will record something if the client isn't listening in and, and send that off. If they're not happy, you know, I'm more than happy to do some retakes and adjust here and there. Um, if they want a different pronunciation on different names and words and so on, not a problem. But uh, yeah, but, but usually it's kind of, you put your own little little style on it, you know, because no one sounds like you, you know, mm-hmm. so you're, you're unique in what you do um so no one can really copy you unless you're an expert impressionist of course <laughs> and so it, it, your own feel it feel comes across in that So kind of, i don't know if that makes
0: any yeah. sense yeah. <laughs> yeah perfect sense yeah, I, I understand yes how can you be found out there in the ether well um i mean i'm very lucky
1: actually that uh i mean i've, I've got my own website find me at alanirvingvoa.com um and i'm on the social media platforms that are Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, of course, uh, which is uh, which is how kind of how we connected. Um, and um, I also I'm also a member of the Voiceover Network as well, um, which is a fantastic organization, which was founded by Rachel Naylor five years ago, I think. All VO types out there, um, from beginners. Right through to you know uh, established artists, you know it's a great online community, um, and you can get involved. In, and They're so nice; they'll they'll help you out. and um, They try and do social meets every now and again, but uh, obviously it's been a bit different of late. But uh, um, there's always online chats and so on. Um, but yes, that's uh, that's that's my website there, alanervingvoa.com So you can check me out there and um, check out my demos and testimonials, and hopefully.
0: Uh, like what you hear and see (laughs) (laughs) right okay (laughs) thank you for that that's great so moving on a touch what what have you got in the pipeline for yourself now
1: okay well I think there may be some more work for Kadir coming up Um, you know I'm I'm lucky that uh, I think one of the directors has said that uh, after my initial recording with them they'd like to keep and maintain the same voice throughout their corporate and e-learning projects and some of their advertisements as well. So I think there's going to be a few more of those in the pipeline. Um, I'm uh, a member of ACX as well, which is the um, uh, the the audio book creation exchange. Uh, which is where you go where you can get your, your audio and audible, that kind of thing through Amazon and so on. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll be, uh, be be tackling some audiobooks through there and uh, yeah, of course, hoping to hear back from some of those clients and um, yeah. And um, I, I do know that uh, I've been speaking with uh, the, the CEO of Tiana studios who was mentioned about coming back to perhaps, um, you know, uh, re uh, reimagining that uh, that first computer game that I done for them so they may be doing a sequel to that so uh, that'll be that'll be interesting so uh, that'll be fun <laughs>
0: <laughs> so in in your long list of things that you have done is th- is there anything that you would like to do that you haven't yet done
1: what with, with regards to vo work
0: yes, yes. um i I'd,
1: I'd like to i'd I think I'd like to get to a point where Um, I don't know, not not necessarily being recognised, but I think perhaps, you know, narrating some kind of BBC wildlife documentary or something like that, you know, I think, uh, you know, that that would be, you know, a, a, a kind of a goal for me, I think. You know, so, uh, you know, no, no way would I be obviously treading on uh, his toes here. But, uh, yeah, certainly something along those sort of lines, you know, so some kind of primetime viewing family documentary wildlife kind of thing. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I could aim for that stretch of that, but that would be great. That'd be, if I could put my name to something like that, that'd be awesome. Mm. Maybe a little regular start doing something like that. I don't know. OK,
0: nice. That that Yeah, I could actually... I can actually see you doing that or hear you doing that. That's
1: good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I, I would. I think you know something. Something along like, those sort of lines, really. Mm-hmm. Um, um. But I think it's. Uh, you know, like I say, it's all about, you know, the marketing, getting yourself out there and uh and so on. So who knows? You know, you you might be hearing me in prime time soon, we hope. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly you're sitting there watching uh watching the telly, having your tea you say, Oh, yeah, I know that voice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what spurs you on? What keeps you going?
1: Well, I think you know, it sounds it might sound cheesy, but this keeps me going. I love what I do. Certainly, um, you know, and I can, you know, as much as I love the family life and so on, but when you know, you can just shut the door to the vocal booth, sit in here. It's just me and Mike and a screen and a script, and uh, and you can kind of lose yourself in that. Um, when I'm not doing that, I'm a keen guitarist. Um, you know, I I've, I've, uh, used to live um, in in Essex. That's where I I got, grew up in a little town called Harlow, mm-hmm. and um, I yeah, I worked um, in and around Essex and Hertfordshire. And it was around in, in, when I was working in Hertfordshire, I joined a band and uh, we played in and around that county for uh, a couple of years, I guess, which was good, which was fun. Um, and I, that's something I've always wanted to do as well. I, you know, I, can, I can safely say that from, from an early age, I've really been into my, uh, my, my rock music and so on. So getting up on stage and, you know, ticking that off the list was was, was great. Um, yeah, so there's, there's that, um, yeah, I've, and when I moved, uh, up in, up into to, to Rossendale, I've been up here five years now for five years in August. Um, you know, my, uh, my, my partner and her family are keen walkers. So, uh, you know, my, my initiation into their family was a size pair of size nine walking boots <laughs> and I was a size eight. So, uh, it's like, you're having them you come in, that's it, you know. Mm. And me being an old townie was, was completely alien to me. But, uh, you know, once you strap the boots on and get out there and see the nice scenery that's up here and so on, it's, uh, you know, it kind of makes it worthwhile. So that's nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, so when that's not happening, you know, I don't mind throwing stuff together in the kitchen and making a nice chili and throwing stuff in a pan and that kind of thing, so, yeah. And uh, I love uh, I love to cook with wine. Sometimes I even put it in the food. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> a little bit of all sorts, really. Okay. So um, yeah. yeah, finding the time to get, get round to doing
0: it all, really. I guess. So, so in your in your band days, what, what sort of thing were you playing? What sort of style genre music is it? Was it?
1: Well, what i say it was a bit um, a bit of rock music, really. I'm a bit of a rock and hard rock, heavy metal fan, so um, you okay. know. Yeah yeah mm-hmm. um yeah, so, and when i i got uh got partly with a work friend um uh, when i was living in uh in in in, in harlow and uh he was he, he had written he was he was a guitarist I, I started working for this company i basically got laid off from a job i was doing for about 15 years as a stock controller uh, and a stock warehouse manager and uh, so i had to try and look for some work before this was kind of a transitional phase before i was due to move up north uh so i was very grateful for a good friend of mine who was running a warehouse in hoddiston who uh who gave me a job and it was through that company that i met someone who uh who had like an album's worth of material and he'd been in bands before and so on so um but was currently just writing at home and recording at home so yeah, got got to, got Pally with him. Next thing you know, we're jamming. His brother, luckily enough, played the drums. Uh, so all we needed to do was find a vocalist and bass player, uh, which we soon did, and um, started rehearsing, putting some stuff together. Um, and yeah, it's uh, we we booked some gigs. It was great. We played um, we played some good venues. We played the Horn in St Albans, which is uh, uh, quite a quite a well-known venue actually i think the stones and the who have played there and people like that so that was nice to tread the same boards as those guys um so uh, so that was cool um
0: but yeah you know
1: moved up not much has happened really i mean i'm still you know in the middle of um establishing this establishing my uh my, my my vo work and um you know Get, getting this house done so and obviously raising a, a four-year-old takes a bit of time too mm. so, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so 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 my, my guitars are mainly just hanging on the wall at the moment and my amps are uh, kind of just staying silent for the time being but uh, i'm looking to fire them up soon so mm. that'd be nice
0: okay <laughs> yeah. one final question then before i mm. let you carry on with your day is those companies the organizations are there any there that would you like to give a plug to that we my listeners and i would would know or have heard about or even not that you'd like to mention for the support they've given you um
1: well i have done job for a little known company called twitter i don't know if that means anything (laughs) um (laughs) um, but yeah i've recorded for huawei um i've recorded for uh big kahuna films um media locate uh um, north atlantic books uh, again that's the um uh, the audio book that i recorded back in about march april that was that was a slog that was about one hundred and forty three thousand words um so yeah that was that was heavy going but um but yeah uh, learned a lot through that especially for the subject matter too um, yeah, I've also done work for for Kia as well, the car company. Mm-hmm. I've done a, a radio for those guys. Mm-hmm. I had to be like to that was quite fun. I, that was a spur of the moment audition that I sent off, and I had to be kind of a, a, a Simon Cowell esque judge on a talent show um so i thought well let's just give it a go so i just pretended to be this over the top camp kind of next please kind of thing you know um and yeah it's uh, like the client came back and said yeah we'd uh we love it we'd like to hire you oh, so uh,
0: <laughs> that's great that's really yeah. great it
1: was, again that's just one of those things you just fire off think nothing of it. you know I've got like a five minute audition and we'll do it quickly fire it off and i think i might be able to do that and next thing you know they've come back and said yep great can we record next week or something um wow. yeah so yeah, all, all good for <laughs> best job in-
0: <laughs> brilliant absolutely how many people can say that then
1: absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. Well, there might be one or two that might be better but i don't know i'll leave that to your discretion yeah. thank
0: you very much for your time
1: Cheers, Jerry. Much appreciated, pal. And uh, stay safe, all you listeners out there. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. (laughs) Thanks, Jerry. Thank you. Bye bye. Speak soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: Well, folks, we've come to the end of another episode of Real Talk Entertainment. I'm Jerry Crow Thank you all for listening on today's podcast. Thanks very much to Alan Irving for being a great guest. I'd like to remind everybody that this is part one of a two-part episode of Real Talk Entertainment, where I'll be back next week with Alan Irving with part two of the interview, where I'll be talking more about his life in the voiceover world. Thanks again for listening. And if you have anything you'd like to raise with me, please do contact me on realtalken 25 That's realtalken25 at gmail.com. Thanks again and bye-bye for this week.